Hello, good morning, welcome everyone. Yes, it's 25 to 12, but who cares? It's Tuesday, it's scoop time. We're here live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. How are we all doing? I'm just checking my microphone's working. Yes, it is. I have turned off the VOD, uh, whatever it is, the audio stuff. So hopefully we'll be able to actually put this out on podcast services without it being muted, uh, which is exactly what happened last Friday uh, after I finished a banging episode of The Scoop in probably the quickest time you're ever going to see, about 19 minutes, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, the VOD was muted. So I've, I've worked it out, I've figured it out, I've disabled all of that stuff, so we should be good to go. If you guys can hear me, I can see the mixer going up and down. We are good to go. But welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to... Ice Cream Uploads here on Tuesday, the 17th of August. We are live, as always, five days a week, which is obviously the weekdays because, you know, weekends, we have families, we have golf courses to visit, we have balls to hit left, right and centre. And I'm talking about the little wide ones. I'd go 350 yards, not off my golf club. But yes, each and every single weekday at 10am-ish. We go live. Uh, and we are available also on demand, obviously, if you are watching this on YouTube. You're already, you already know where to find us, but if you are listening to us on our podcast services, which could have been one of the four iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play, then welcome. It is Tuesday. It is the 17th of August. We have got things to be able to go through. We've got four juicy news stories today. Uh, and it is just me, because uh, Graham is back in the office today. He, uh, he has a lot, a lot of meetings. We'd, we mentioned on Fridays that he takes the time off, and believe me, he probably needs it at this point, because it's back to back to back to back to back. More times than Dr. Disrespect in terms of meetings. Um but yeah, it's you it, it may pop up in the chat. Who knows? Um, but yeah, as it stands, it's just me today, um, because he has had. We've got a load of clients coming into the office today, basically. Um, so he has had to leave sunny Manchester. Believe me, it's definitely not sunny at this moment in time. He is in the office back in Poulton uh, as he goes through all of well, as he goes through all of our clients. That sounds a bit seedy. Um, as he talks through all of our clients' stuff. Um, as, as usual, you know, we work in the video games industry. We have stuff to be able to do. It's just as and when at this moment in time, but we appreciate it. Um, I have just realized that the chatbot isn't open because, yeah, I haven't done it. It's usually Graham's. Uh, Graham has all that stuff open. Uh, Tito letting us know nice and early that he's taking lurking and then types it in himself because <laughs> uh, chatbot isn't working, so we appreciate it. But how are we all doing? How are we all doing? It's very, very overcast in Manchester today. It still says it's like 16 degrees. I can't see it because all the windows are open in the house, but it's absolutely fucking freezing. Um, it's meant to be 16 degrees. I don't believe it for a second. Um, but yeah, you just uh, you are just going to have me waffling on for about 45 minutes today. I'm just booting up chatbot now. Um, so all of the uh, social links and everything should be able to come through. Uno Memento. Um, so yeah, it's going to be me waffling on for 45 minutes. It is a Tuesday, as I keep on mentioning. Therefore, there will be no streams after this um today because we have a lot of work to be able to go through and tuesday is our long day well mine and graham's long day uh where we stay online and we just do work stuff obviously so there were no streams after this uh, again thank you very much for tuning in to you guys that did yesterday as we went through a six hours and 15 minute stream four hours of those were back for blood obviously it, me adds <clears throat> Graham and Spike uh, jumped in for that one. We managed to clear the run. It definitely glitched in the last level because usually it's absolutely frantic and chaotic. We had two lives going into it. We didn't even need to use one. We didn't even need to waste it because nothing happened. We had... We had we set out our stalls early on, so like me and Graham would get the bullets, he'd refire, ads would be on the minigun, and Spike would just have those supporting fire. I don't even think the lads needed to shoot a shot because we just 
did it like that. There was no, it was there was no frantic chaos going on anywhere. Um, but anyway, we cleared the runs first time, so I'm super happy about that. It's honest to God, Bat for Blood is it's probably going to be one of my games of the year, and probably like be a game that I will continue to play over the next eighteen months. I reckon, like if I play that half as much as I did Left for Dead, then the amount of content that you guys are going to see on this channel is going to be amazing. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for you guys that turned up and stick around and joined in on that. We very much appreciate it. But the game comes out on October twelfth, and that's something that we are looking forward to. This isn't a sponsor. This is an adver advertisement we tell you the games that we're playing and if we're enjoying them so it gives you the an idea of what it is you know we're a variety of streaming channels you know what i mean we won't we don't just stream one game albeit we do stream a lot of certain games we don't necessarily box ourselves in to one particular game if we're streaming it we're telling you we're enjoying it it's our god's honest truth if you don't see it on this channel again afterwards is that because we completed it or it's just not in the rotation and we don't particularly want it to be um so again back for blood it's going to be all over the channel it's going to be all over the channel i can guarantee you if it's half as fun as what we made out yesterday i, I do hope that our, conti our progress continues though because the amount of time that we ended up playing it and the amount of runs that we've ended up completing on it i've got a lot of cards and i'd love to be able to take those cards with us the versus mode i was a bit skeptical at first um because i knew the lads wasn't going to enjoy it but then after we got the hang of it I think we've thoroughly, all thoroughly enjoyed it. We all got our teamwork on point again, and that's all it takes in a game like that. If you've got the teamwork in place, then I think you might enjoy it a little bit more, and we did. We had no idea what the fuck we was going to be doing, and I could tell that Spike and Graham was getting a little bit frustrated because none of us knew what we were doing. But then as soon as it clicked, it was like, right, okay, get that fucking door barricaded up. Get the get all the gasoline in front of the door. We'll just take them like this. It's fine. We'll lock them in, and then we'll leave them outside. It's all good. But yeah, it, the game is fantastic and I can't wait to dig in more. Anyway, this isn't a review. This isn't a review show. This is a video game store. It adds in the chat now as well, Marnie Shagger. Uh, obviously, I mentioned Tito before as well. The chat box should be working now, so let me try that out. Uh, we'll just type lurk. Obviously, it's only a couple. There we go. Boom. Chatbot is working. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, I think we should get into the first bit of news, and it's probably something that you would have seen on social media because we do like to lead with the story uh, so you guys can get an idea of what the show's going to be like. Uh, if you've seen any of our new announcements anyway and how we do that, that's that's great because you get an idea of what the show's going to be. Um, but I'm just going to open these up because I didn't do it before I went live. I've got the links here. I just haven't opened them up yet. Uh, so let's save some time by doing that now. Uh, but the first news article, you've probably seen it again, as I mentioned before, it was what we led with, with the news story. Um, boom. There we go. Call of Duty Vanguard has officially been announced with a teaser trailer. The title is set to be revealed on August 19th via an in-game Warzone event. So if you do have a copy, I say a copy, if you have got Warzone downloaded, very much like the Fortnite style, they're going to be doing a live event for you to be able to take part in. And we'll have a look at the trailer as I've read this. Uh, shall, shall I play it now? Let's turn that door off. But it's a minute and 42. We're probably not going to be able to see much of it because I need to scroll through. Uh, but Activision has officially announced Call of Duty Vanguard with a debut teaser trailer. The game is set to be revealed on Thursday at 10.30 PT, 1.30 ET, and 6.30 BST. Thank you very much, VGC, for including BST times because we usually get left out and we have to do all of it ourselves. But 6.30 tomorrow, is that? No, it's 6.30 on Thursday. UK time you'll be able to uh, actually get involved with this event um, at 6.30 BST on August 19th the Battle of Verdansk will begin in Call of Duty Warzone Activision said join the battle and experience a worldwide reveal of Call of Duty Vanguard live in game 
be the first to fight and reward and I'm just going to pause this a second uh, be the first to fight and be rewarded report to Warzone and play any playlist between 10.30am and twelve and 10.29 PT and prepare to participate in a limited time double XP uh, double weapon XP and double battle pass XP event before the battle begins Call of Duty Vanguard promotional material leaked last week with artwork revealing several editions plans for open betas and more developer Sledgehammer Games then started officially teasing the game by sending over teaser videos to content creators. Teasers have also begun appearing in game via Warzone, with winning players being killed off by mysterious characters at the ends of matches. Call of Duty Vanguard will feature a campaign, multiplayer, and zombie modes set in the European and Pacific theatres of World War II. With its plot centering around the birth of modern allied special forces, according to VGC sources, it will also launch alongside an entirely new Warzone map, said to be set in the Pacific theater and significantly larger than current Verdansk map, VGC reported earlier this summer. According to Modern Warzone and reputable leaker Tom Henderson, a Call of Duty Vanguard Alpha is set to be scheduled for August 27th through to 29th, uh, ahead of PlayStation Beta from September 10th to September 12th, and a beta on all platforms from September 16th to September 20th. Discussing the officially unnamed Call of Duty game during Activision Blizzard's earning call this month, President and Chief Operating Officer Daniel Allegra uh, compared to it will be it will be, it will deliver a seamless experience for both current and next gen console players when it releases in the fourth quarter of 2021. Activision president Rob uh, Kotish also said that Activision feels really good about what Sledgehammer is working on. The studio itself has never been bigger or stronger. Now with its teams in Foster City and Melbourne are also now in Toronto. Across all modes, uh, all modes of play, across multiplayer, across campaign, across co-op development is coming along really, really well. And we're going to be sharing those details with the community very soon. Content-wise, it's a real robust game at launch uh, across all modes and be good news for us right now as we've gotten further ahead on our live ops planning for supporting the community post-launch and the community should expect that support to be very, very significant. We also have been really excited about new plans for Warzone, which Raven is leading. Now, together with our release, uh, sorry, our premium release, we have some really fun and what I consider to be the most significant changes planned for the community across both Warzone and premium as we've head into the fall. So, ladies and gentlemen, I can see a lot more people have joined the chat so far. Thank you very much for doing that, ladies and gentlemen. It does mean a lot as you start to filter through uh, as we go live. So, next gen base in there saying, Morning, motherfuckers! And Garrett, uh, Wild Garlic players say, Morning, bib, morning, mate. How are you doing? Uh, Bally says, Morning, thank you for the raid yesterday. And apologies that I didn't clock straight away. Much appreciated. Not a problem. I will pass that on to Graham as he was the one that was uh, that would have done the raid as he was playing some uh, PUBG yesterday for an extra two hours on top of the four hours that we did for Back for Blood. Absolute legend, that lad. Uh, Tito says, Can't get excited about World War II CODs. Uh, and Bearded Edge says, Morning, all. Morning to you, mate. How are we all doing? Um, so, yeah. Essentially, what I want to ask you guys is, and it's something that me and Graham discussed with you guys last week, it was Warzone the saviour of Call of Duty, purely because of how the same Call of Duty is every single year, and it's such a shit statement to make because it's so popular, and it's like, is it too cool? Like, like is it? was it a dying game before Warzone came out? And arguably, I'm very... If the line was this big... I would, and this was, uh, yes, it was dying and this wasn't. I would probably be three quarters of the way through it. Like, I would be tearing to, uh, tearing towards the end. Like, it needed a new lease of life. Because how many times can they keep on going back to the same wars 
to try and make a game like they can they can make a modern warfare game because you can make you can make that about anything you can genuinely just make up a war um i mean obviously that will piss a lot of countries off on politicians but you could make up a war i mean even if you even if it was fictional ones you know what i mean uh, I don't think a World War Two update to Verdansky is enough to hold interest. Gameplay loop is dull as fuck. I mean, that's that's essentially what we was talking about last week. You can you can make up places, you can make up countries, and you can have them going to war with a modern warfare game. But how many times can you keep on revisiting a World War One or two, or make uh, do a Cold War game? I mean, that's uh, that take that one with a pinch of salt, purely because it was so new. And uh, the Cold War, I don't think it's been done that many times. So, yeah, revisiting the, the ones that haven't been done that that often is probably acceptable. But how many times can you keep on going back to a World War? Like, how many times can you keep on telling the same story? I mean, you could. there's different ways that you could tell it by taking different approaches to it or maybe having a look at stories that happened within the war with certain sections of maybe some teams um, or... Rather than just one one battalion going after Adolf Hitler, do you know what I mean? You, you, you know what you're going to be getting from that. But there could be, there's so many other stories that I don't think has been told about the World War yet, either through, through video game means. I think that would be a better choice. I mean, I don't, we don't know much about this game yet, so we genuinely have no idea what the, what the topic of conversation could be for a campaign. We all know what to expect from the multiplayer side of things. We all know what to expect from the Battle Royale side of things, but... I don't know. I think Warzone, in a nutshell, if, in my personal opinion, I do think that probably give Call of Duty a new lease of life. They're basically just taking all the best bits from Fortnite, put it in themselves, and then built a story around it, which there is absolutely nothing wrong with doing because you are telling uh, the, the same story differently. Like you can t A battle royale is 100 people on a map last person wins. Obviously, you, are, you can add your teammates in there, so you are the last team on the map. You win. You can tell that in different. You can tell the same story different ways in different environments through different means, and I think that's what they've done very, very well. They've taken the live event stuff from Fortnite. Like we had, obviously, had the Ariana Grande concert recently. We've had a Weezer concert in there. We've had a Travis Scott concert in there. We're now getting other things inside Warzone that will be linking. We had it with through Cold War, and now we're going to be getting it through Vanguard as well. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with storytelling like that. But I do genuinely feel like Warzone was definitely the thing that gave. Again, shitty statement, incoming, trigger warning. Um, I do think it's the thing that kind of saved Call of Duty because I know a lot of people that have put Call of Duty down that were Call of Duty fanatics, but there's only so many times you can keep on reskinning the likes of Terminal, reskinning the likes of Rust. Uh, yeah, Rust. You can reskin in the likes of uh, Nuketown and then injecting it into a game because that's the maps that you know people will it will sell for you. Do you know what I mean? You're giving people what they want because it's their their favorite maps and getting put into a game do you know what i mean so yeah i'm on the fence with this i just i, lo I love storytelling in video games so the multiplayer stuff because i'm usually quite bad at it i haven't really got that much of an opinion on it because again it's not something that i play i like to i like to have my i like to be in an interactive film do you know what i mean so if there's a storytelling being done through film that's what i enjoy the most and if that's what I'm getting, then fine, give it to me and I'll probably enjoy it if it's not too cheesy. Um, but I can see the chat is absolutely flying today and this is fantastic. This is exactly what we want for uh, a video game talk show. So I'm going to go back 
I'm going to go back up and I'm going to go through the comments with you guys. Uh, obviously, we mentioned that Tito can't get excited about World War II cards. Uh, Ad says uh, it's still dying in his opinion. Tito says, I don't think that a World War II update to Verdansky is enough to hold interest. Gameplay loop is dull as fuck. Next Gen Base says, any good free-to-play model game of any popular franchise will keep it going for a while. Madge says, morning for me, COD interest was waning in whatever uh, game had Kevin Spacey in it. What was that one? I can't remember what that one was. It wasn't Ghosts. I can't remember which one that was. Uh, Ad says 90% of, uh, of my friends quit COD. Asim says, as gamers, we're quick to say a, guy, a diamond game or a game dead. Uh, did Warzone breathe new life into the series? Yes. Was interest also slowing down before then? Yes. Did it still have hundreds of thousands or millions of players before Warzone? Also, yes. And yet again, you can't really disagree with that. Um, when you talk about a dying game... Call of Duty has millions of players playing every single year, right? So if even if ten percent of those was to fall off, it's not a dying game, really, is it? Like you get people will move on, people will find other games. I'm when I talk about a dying game, I like to I, I'm trying to be very careful with my words because a dying game to me is probably not something that's a dying game to most people. I try to look at it from a much broader scale, um, and a dying game for me is when something literally just hemorrhages people playing the game or their opinion of the game is changed the games go through so many different changes over the years especially for a franchise that comes out every single year it's quite difficult to be able to keep up with consumer what what customers want like consumer happiness i think is quite difficult to be able to try and reach because you've got obviously they've got three different they've got three different developers working on these games every single year so when one person goes in like this time it's sledgehammer games you'll be getting a completely you'll be getting infinity ward or something like that or making it next year or is it raven that's the other one so they'll have like a two-year cycle of being able to plan the games in advance it's just trying to reach it's trying to tell the story in my opinion again this is completely my opinion because I'm not a multiplayer player most of the time because I'm just terrible at it, which is why I enjoy Battlefield. And it's not Call of Duty versus Battlefield. I don't think there's a winner in that. It's just whatever your personal preference is. And obviously mine is Battlefield. And that, again, doesn't mean that I'm shitting on Call of Duty, but it all comes down to storytelling. If, I'm, if the story for that particular game is weak, then I probably won't have that much interest in it. And I, I think it's very difficult for games that come out every single year to tell a story differently. It's not like a sports game. A sports game, nine times out of ten, is like a roster update, a few gameplay tweaks, and maybe a new mode in that added in there or just changed something to a mode. But if you're creating a brand new story from scratch, it's quite difficult to be able to sell that unless it's absolutely firelight. We've seen games like Dead Space coming back after, what, 13, 14 years. Like, it's taken a long time for that to get back on the ground again and they're remaking the first one. So, <laughs> trying to tell stories is a very difficult process and we are blessed at this moment in time because we're getting people who write stuff for films and tv shows coming over and writing stories for video games so video games now are not an hour and a half or two hours in a cinema video games now are storytelling over 10 to 12 hours more if it's like an open world game but of a core single player experience you're looking at between 10 to 15 hours and you can't tell those stories in uh, over film because it will be like a trilogy it'll be like fast and furious you know what i mean there's nine films of that which is absolutely shit but it's a billion dollar franchise like it's i think personally it's quite difficult to tell those stories on this on the big screen and now we're getting those people coming over and creating these stories for us so it's again uh, 
is a very sm thin line to be able to try and you know balance across and it all comes down to personal preference uh, the way that i try to attack attack the way i approach video games i try to be as level-headed and try and take everything in that's around before i try to comment on them because i think it's very easy to fall into a trap of i think this game is bullshit i don't like what they're doing that's the end of that i'm moving over to something else it's very difficult for sorry it's very easy for you to be able to say that a lot of people wear their hearts on their sleeves if you go onto any reddit i mean even on twitter nowadays you can people wear their hearts on their sleeves either through begrudgment because they don't like what's happening to their favorite franchise or it's because they don't like the direction that it's going and they don't like change people don't like change people who embrace change usually are quite successful and again that's a proper shitty statement to make but i don't particularly like change i don't like changing my daily routines i don't like doing things differently but in the industry that I'm in, I have to do that because if otherwise you'll be you'll have a game that'll never really go anywhere. Do you know what I mean? You'll get stuck in a time warp. Um, so in an ever expanding industry, it's very good for people to be able to make change and potentially adapt. Like Call of Duty adapted and become market leading in terms of their battle royale like them and fortnite are the absolute pinnacles you've got things like apex chills chipping away h1z1 didn't really adapt and look where they are now they're way back in the distance um so it's all about adapting and changing if you can't if you can't focus your mind to be able to do that and open up to brand new things you might get left behind and i'm talking i'm talking as obviously a video game developer like if you you can't rely on the same thing every single year because people will get tired of that because it's the same thing. You're not really changing anything. But if you go too far over the line, people say, what the fuck is this? This needs to stop right now. It's a difficult line to be able to tow, but it, it looks like it could pay dividends because Call of Duty has had the lease of life that I didn't personally think that it would be able to have, but look where they are now. Market leading again. Um, Bearded Edge says, I played every COD and Warzone, really got me excited when it first released. Since Warzone came out, I only use multiplayer to unlock weapons and grind camo uh, camos. Perfect, there you go. If you want to update this current game, go over there and pour hours in and there. It could be a really tacky way of grinding, but it gives you the opportunity to, like, it's like daily missions, you know what I mean? And if you've got a daily mission in a video game, like Graham logs on every single day to play PUBG to get his, to get his um, dailies out of the way. That is that's someone who's poured so much time and investment into their profile because that's all essentially it is. Your profile is an extension of you and your personality. His personality is to go in and play every single day and get tick his dailies off to be able to have more XP on his gamer card and potentially unlock more skins and stuff like that. So it wouldn't interest me because that's a lot of time that I don't have. I don't want to be able to put in. But it's, uh, it's, again, it's an extension of your personality. If you've got the time and you enjoy the game, you want to do that, that's absolutely fine. Um, uh, Next Gen Base says, I like Call of Duty, but can't spend £80 a year on it. Here's a free version. Well, that changes things. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, Madge says, I generally have no way of telling one COD from another from years now. It's just one big melted together of meh. 
Uh, Asim says, I think Warzone wise, they need to sort out the cheaters. Puts me right off on that treatment of the staff. The latter more, actually. Bearded Edge says, uh, I confirmed anti cheat coming in with the lease of Vanguard. We'll see with that one because that should have been instilled two years ago. Um, Asim says, As for this, Vanguard, I'm interested in the story campaign. The last campaign was good. I enjoyed it. Bearded Edge says, Plus, any bans between now and the device bans are stop hackers creating new accounts. That's something that I don't think they'll ever be able to get around. They can ban that account, people just create a new one and then go from there. The people, if you show your hand, to cheaters they will honestly find a way to get be able to get around it if you ban one account they'll find a way to make a new one they'll just i don't know playing a vpn with a different ip address i don't know but they'll they'll find a way if people want to cheat and people want to win they'll do it there's no way that you can stop it really um and next gen best says uh the thing you've got to remember is that for every group of friends that drops off cod there'll be at least another two groups that pick up warzone because it's free my group of friends barely play any games anymore but a few picked up cheap ps4s to play warzone as it's free again more people playing video games video games everywhere there's absolutely nothing wrong with that uh do vpns evade device bans on a new mac address are issued i don't know but i've got a vpn i I think I've tried to stream on it once and the connection went all fuzzy <laughs> because it's constantly changing your IP. I don't know whether or not playing games with a VPN would be wise, but I don't know enough about it to give a full comment on it. Uh, VPNs don't change MAC address to change IPs. That's what I meant of, honestly, Advanced Warfare. I think that was to do with the Kevin Spacey thing. Uh, COD is far from dead, however. It's still got loads playing. I have no idea if those players are having fun or what. Uh, DMAC says Pez is a dying game, very much in his opinion. Um, uh, Asim says just like there are people that pick up FIFA as it's the only game every year there are many many people who only pick up and look forward to playing COD every year they have a blast in the campaign and have had rest uh, at the time in multiplayer we're probably not just within the audience segment but it does exist and it's huge hence COD keeps going absolutely again uh, everything that I tend to say I try to pick my words and I try to uh, give it from my perspective because my perspective I have absolutely no shame in saying that I am definitely in an echo chamber in regards to some games and not others um, basically because of the people who I follow, which I try to follow as many people as I can. I do obviously try and pick and choose. If they are just toxic all the time on the timeline and the fucking hate stuff all the time, I either mute them or just unfollow them purely because I don't think that does anybody's... It doesn't do anybody any favours, you know what I mean? If you're just looking at it all the time, like I try to be a happy-go-lucky person. Like I try to see the positive on everything because why would I want to spend the, my entire energy on being negative about something? It, it can't do your mind any good can it let's be honest like if you are constantly shitting on something or anything and you're openly thinking about it you're tweeting about it you're reading other people talk about it and then you're doing the same thing over and over again it can't be good for your mental state so i try to be as positive as i can and again once <laughs> that puts me into an echo chamber of people who try to be a little bit too positive but i try to look at things from the absolute entity do you know what i mean i try to look at everything and i try to be as balanced as i can but sometimes the the positivity side of me comes out a little bit more and honestly i i couldn't give a fuck if people disagreed with me on most things because your opinion is your opinion i don't care if people want to take the piss out of me again i don't care it's wasted words because i just won't care i just it's, it goes off it goes out the way i've never been upset about anything like that it, it genuinely doesn't bother me um, but there is a lot of people who care a lot about a lot of things and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's, if that's what you want to spend your entire time, either getting hype or pissed off about, that's your life. Do you know what I mean? But there will be a, a completely different set of people around the world that will be absolutely loving changes that are happening in video games. It's just the way it is. Like, like Asim said, one sec, let me, let me reread it again. 
Oh no, it wasn't Asim. It was uh, it was Ben saying. Thing you got to remember is for every group of friends that drops off card, there'll be at least another two groups that pick up Warzone because it's free. You you genuinely can't you, you can't disagree with that. Something that you may may hate or you've got fed up with or you're just not interested in playing anymore. There will be somebody else. There will be two other people that pick up that controller and play that game. So you may end up leaving. That's absolutely fine. You may end up disappearing because no no one wants to either play with you or if you are a content creator, watch your streams anymore. But there will be someone that will come through and pick up that pick up that relay baton and continue with from where you left off. Like a lot of a lot of content creators are the foundations of streaming, and this is across every single game. This is across absolutely every single game. So there will be people who've laid the foundations for people. Looking at KSI, for instance, he has laid the foundation for every single UK content creator that has ever tried to pick up a controller or pick up a camera. Like I, it is one of my biggest inspirations. Like I got into trying to make content because I watched his Road to Division One ten years ago now. And he is still changing the way that people consume media with the like with all the rest of the sidemen. So <laughs> For for everyone that leaves, uh, that sets foundations and then leaves, someone will always be in the way, waiting in the wings to pick up the baton and continue from where you left off. It's as it's as simple as that. Um, Asim says, "I've already read that one." Uh, Madge says, "My personal interest in COD when my clan broke up due to real life people getting older. A PC community, we had grievances concerning uh, server rental pricing, admin tools, and cheat system support. We're firmly with the console crowd by then." Um, Next Gen Base says, "100% this people will pick up one or two games a year type of consumer. I've fallen off Assassin's Creed because I can't fit 90 hours into one game now, but a lot of people see that as great value, so pick it up." I think Spike's one of those people. I'm definitely one of those people who never give Assassin's Creed the proper look, but it's a it is a time sink 90 hours is a long time to be able to play a video game for um and i don't have that amount of time like i'm still i'm still playing away at it i'll probably chip off like three or four hours a week maybe five i mean i was hammering it to two or three hours a day at one point but there's so many other games out there now that i can't just focus on the one game i need to be playing other games because i need to talk about them like this on, on a video game talk show i would just need to be able to see what else is out there and that's something that i try to keep uh, keep on top of uh next gen base says the irony is never lost on me though when i was a kid i had all the time but no money now i'm older i've got i've got the money but no son in time that's just growing up mate uh we're all in that boat um fatman dave says it might bring new life to the franchise but for a while it looks as soon as the hackers and cheat has been put in place it becomes the same shit hey ed the caveman with the raid Thank you very much, mate. I very much appreciate it. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Hope you're keeping well. Um, I go back to Fatman Dave's comment again. It says it brings new life into the franchise for a while, but as soon as the, I think I've did I read that one. Uh, it's just become the same shit. Uh, how many times you've seen streamers say the game is brilliant at launch, then go, it's just the same old shit when they get destroyed by hackers a few weeks later. That's the same with any game. That is the same with any game. The game could be fantastic for the opening two or three months, but if you're playing that game every single day for seven or eight hours, there will there will become a time where you learn pretty much where the coding of the game is going. You know, uh, for for instance, in Pez, you know there's going to be a near post, near post corner. You know there's going to be over the top through balls from defense. Like you, you these things you come to expect because you're playing it is so repetitive that you know what's going to be coming. And people find metas, people find ways to be able to try and uh scum you a goal do you know what i mean so it's it's the same with every single game if you're pouring that amount of time into it you will find massive massive loopholes into it 
Uh, Madge says, Cod, COD 4 Modern Warfare is my only game that you can describe. Uh, Asim says, it's a classic. That game will live forever in video game folklore. The, the, that game will always people will always want the, some more of that um next uh, next gen base says my annual routine used to be midnight launch for cod midnight launch for pence online orders for ac then pick up other games on cheap now all the things on on day one they're left behind the shelf for five hours in um he also says same with football clubs i absolutely adore league one league two football and everything that comes along with them prem, prem doesn't interest me at all but it doesn't change the fact that it's a multi-billion dollar industry uh ad says gaming is going to revolutionize soon do you think Nah, I won't be too sure about that. Uh, Gary Clark says, surely your opinion will be different about the Premier Flink when we're in it, though. Uh, Graham turns up saying, now then. Uh, Next Gen Base says, well, yes, but let's be realistic here. And Gary says, you never know. Um, so, yeah, that was my uh, that was my thoughts on what's going to be coming with Call of Duty and what we can potentially expect. I know that was a massive rant. Uh, well, it wasn't really a rant. It was more of a discussion in my frame of mind when it comes to games that... I mean, it's a conversation that we had last week, do you know what I mean? I'm just trying to put it into context with this. Um, so, yeah, I hope that comes across well. But anyway, I've been waffling on now for, what, 41 minutes, according to this? Fuck me. I mean, that was probably like 35, uh, including the intro and everything else. I feel like I'm doing a Graham. Gary Clark says he's Graham. I apologise. As it is only me, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get drinks in between. So if there's a little bit of silence... I do apologise. Um, but yeah, as I said, Graham is here. He's just in the chat. He's a very busy boy today. So he'd just be dipping in and out. Um, but yeah, I suppose you've got me for the meantime. But anyway, we're moving on to our next news story. This may interest someone. And speaking of Battle Royales, I think this is the best way to be able to go. Um, written on VGC by Tom Ivan, to, uh, the hidden Last of Us Part 2 multiplayer assets may hint at plans for a Battle Royale game. Naughty Dog is currently working on its first standalone multiplayer game. Okay, so now I've read the title. Thoughts in the chat. What do you think of a battle royale for Last of Us? Anyway, multiplayer assets reportedly buried in the Last of Us 2's files may offer clues as to Naughty Dog's plans for its upcoming faction sequel, including a possible battle royale mode. Uh, the studio announcement in September 2019 that The Last of Us Part 2 wouldn't include any multiplayer component as originally planned because it had decided to focus all of its resources in making the biggest single-player game in history. While a, new, uh, while a new Last of Us multiplayer offering was seemingly shelved until work on the sequel was complete, a recent data mine hints at what Naughty Dog had in the works at one stage. Content creator Specializer, who specializes, funnily enough, in modding and exploration videos, now claims to have on Earth various leftover multiplayer assets, most notably a map prop which would have been used in multiplayer. The locations, which include Alder Park, Calma... Camelito and ports of Camelito suggest it would have been made up of several single player areas merged together to create a map large enough to host battle royale modes with a point of interest including motel, gas station and estate didn't mention it in the video but the development footage there is a compass and player account which usually uh, only used in battle royale, specializer wrote a pinned comment accompanying the video oh there's also an emote wheel and script <laughs> uh, specializer also claims to have uncovered several multiplayer related items uh, these include listen mode device which specializes could be re uh, required to use listen mode in multiplayer collar which may or not may relate to the inclusion of dogs uh, which was significantly an enemy addition in the last of us part two and a handheld tv they allegedly found but not yet been able to restore a series of multiplayer backpack and armor models 
Last month, Specializer published a video uh, revealing a Last of Us Part 2 bug that enabled players to actually catch up with Tommy and kill him. Um, I don't think we need to read any of that because that's far away from what we're actually talking about. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, a battle royale for The Last of Us. Hmm, I'm kind of torn with this one. I think... On the outside, it sounds like a fucking stupid idea. Genuinely, it sounds like a stupid idea, but I feel like the way that Battle Royales have gone, there's far too many of them that do the same thing. And to stand out, you've got to do something different. And I think this could be it. I think this could be something a little bit different that may go, do you know what? This might be worth a little bit of time and investment. Like, having to... How many times have we have we talked about a Metal Gear Solid Battle Royale? I think that would be super cool, a Metal Gear Solid Battle Royale. And I think having this kind of thing where you want to be able to do a lot of stealth stuff, you want to be able to set a few traps, you want to be able to take people down. Like, I think this could potentially have the makings of something a little bit extreme. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit more... It's not what you'd come to expect from a Battle Royale game. It would be very slow. I don't think it'll have the violence, speed, and momentum that some of them or that some of them possess. I think this will be, I think this will be fantastic as a duo game, like two of you, two uh, a two-player battle royale. I think this would have all the makings of being a fantastic game. I just think it's a little bit too wild, but maybe that's what we need. Maybe that's what we need to shake up the battle royale market. Something a little bit too wild. Um. I, I'm excited to see a little bit more of this and how it will go. I'm very interested to see what the gameplay will be like of it because I do think it will be a lot slower um, and I think the battle really could go on for like 35 minutes around providing obviously you make it all the way to the end. I think it will be pretty cool. I'm just interested to see what, what, what how far this could potentially go. Imagine says the dollar feature in Bibi with a giant star. you love to see it. Factions were amazing, says Next Gen Basis. Would be amazing, says Gary. Uh, no personal interest. Didn't buy The Last of Us 2. Previous Naughty Dog multiplayer mode seemed to be an excuse for microtransaction. Actually, quality, I've got no idea about, uh, says Madge. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Again, this is definitely open-ended and definitely open into interpretation as to what you could potentially see from this. But I think there's, I think the, there's room in the market for something a little bit different. Albeit the battle royale market is so vast and wide now, a lot of them are exactly the same. It's just one of them might be a little bit more vertical than the other. Um, but this, I think, could have the makings of something a little bit different, a lot more stealthy, a lot more planned tactical approach to how you're going to take someone down rather than just I've got a gun, it's got a lot of attachments, so there's going to be next to no recall. I've got a lot of bullets, and here we go. Um, so yeah, I think this I think this could potentially do well if it, if it's done correctly. Let's take a last bit of my drink. Mmm. That's the last bit of flat white right there. But anyway, we've got two news articles left. Um, oh, uh, Betty Red just come through with, uh, I'm 50-50 with this. It could be executed well as a story mode, then it would be amazing. However, it wouldn't appeal to me as I'm not into that slow play style. <sighs> Who knows? Again, we haven't seen much from it. I genuinely have no idea what it's going to look like. I've just given my thoughts and impressions on based on the information what we've been given so far. And I don't think it would suit The Last of Us to be fast and frantic, would it? Um, but anyway... Moving on to the next news article. It's something that we featured yesterday, but they've hit back. Abandoned creator Hassan Karaman. How are we scammers written in the enemy? I think Tido put this one forward. If it wasn't Tido, it was some. It was one of you shaggers in the chat that put it forward, and I'm giving all, all the props over to Tido. He's 
might have been Gary. I'm not too sure. But anyway, abandoned. I've just read that. We don't need to read that again. Written on enemy uh, by Ryan Leston. He states, abandoned creator and head of Blue Box Game Studios, Hassan Karaman, says that he is absolutely not a scammer. That's exactly what a scammer would say. During an interview with enemy, Karaman responded to claims that the studio was scamming people with failed game launches. And uh, this is in speech marks. Uh, there is a confusion going on that people say like, yeah, the guy from Blue Box, the scammers, they used to they use their games to make money or something to get funds. Uh, end of quote, he says, revealed. Uh, with Rewind, we did a Kickstarter, then we had Private Investor. The game got cancelled a year later because we needed more funds. People are saying now that we used to keep that funds, but that doesn't make any sense because the funds that would have been returned, the funds would have been returned to the investor, right? If you don't return it to them, it then becomes a debt. An investor isn't going to say, well, here's the money. If it doesn't work out, just keep it. It doesn't work that way. I'm just trying to figure it all out. How are we all scammers? The trouble seems to come from the fact that Blue Box Game Studios have seen six failed game launches since 2015 and one of the other studios a horror theme mobile title called the hunting never left the early access stage of development uh it had a lot of bugs and felt really broken it didn't feel right at all he explained at that point we were like you know what we're not going to let people pay for this so we reached out to valve and asked could we do a disable purchase option on steam since then the development has passed to a group of four well known as create q interactive who are working on the game in their spare time but with abandoned now the studio's top priority development on the hunting has slipped uh, we need to finish the game and put it all behind us it says people are now calling us scammers because they're like yeah you leave an unfinished game and people pay for it that's the last thing we want to do that's absolutely not why we're here in this industry abandoned and also seen a fair share of controversy but caraman uh, revealed that this is a good example of our blue box studio game studio uh, a good example of how blue box game studios wants everyone to be treated fairly the real-time experience app for PlayStation 5, Sony was like in certain countries, for example, Germany, you can't put free on the store because there are laws. They suggested that the best thing we could do is to charge 25 cents, but I was like, no, that's unfair for our customers because the world will get it for free, but Germans would have to pay for it, and that just didn't feel right. Caraman eventually found a, a way around this by bringing the app for PlayStation Plus. I didn't want people to be treated unfairly, he explained. Then, at the end, to be labelled as a scammer, that is really painful, and I'm really depressed. I don't sleep well, I don't eat well and really really bothers me uh, in fact it's also having a big impact on abandons development team too team members of blue box also freelancers we work with they didn't feel comfortable to show their faces right now we revealed it's just not fun being labeled as a scammer right so yeah there's a reason why people didn't feel comfortable right now showing their faces even publicly announcing that they're involved with abandoned i'm really depressed right now he explained i can't sleep i can't eat the biggest thing that is bugging me is that people labeling us as scammers uh, i feel like we're going over old steps here it's just the same thing. We're not scammers. We're not scammers. We're not scammers. We're not scammers. Genuinely, there is only one way that you're able to prove that. And that is by giving something to the masses. Like, <laughs> the app that we went through yesterday, where it was like a five gigabyte app, and it just turned out it was a five second trailer from Twitter, and then a load of empty boxes saying coming soon. I'm not being funny, right? But that is like <laughs> a big red flag. It is genuinely a massive red flag it doesn't matter what industry you're in it doesn't matter if it's a video game industry if you get sent if you get told that something's coming and it's something that you've been looking forward to and then you get sent a dodgy link that looks like nothing like a url for the thing that you were coming to expect and you click on it and it's a load of empty boxes and you put your credit card info in, into obviously the no one's put the credit card info into this but is it you'd see something like that and go this is a massive red flag like <laughs> this this doesn't look like what i was expecting this isn't what we've been told we've come to expect if it's a chunky bar 
five, five gigabyte download and it's a five second Twitter trailer. There is something hidden there somewhere and it won't. I don't think it'll take that long for people to be able to date mind it and find out. We haven't found out what it is yet. But to keep on saying that you're really depressed right now because you've given all this expectation, you've been reveling in all of this media frenzy and you're going, Haha, this is this is our stuff, it's going to be coming soon. But you can't wait to find out what it is. But you're updating people on Twitter saying that there's been a bug and then there's been nothing for like two days and you go, we're really sorry, we're currently working on it. It doesn't work that way. You can't have your cake and eat it. You can't be reveling in all of the, the good news press that you've been getting. And then when it goes to shit, you go, well, we're not scouters. It's just, it's not what we've come to expect. Like, you've set your stall out at this point. You can't hide away when people are disappointed. It doesn't work like that. So I'm very interested to see where this goes. <laughs> If you've got a track record of trying to create six video games and again you've got press over those six video games and then they just disappear, the Kickstarter stuff, that's absolutely fine because if you have a Kickstarter, if you put your money forward and then it fails, you get your money back. That's It's, no, it's a no loss. Uh, obviously, the only people who lose are usually investors, like private investors. But if something doesn't get delivered, usually you end up getting money back unless there's something gone seriously wrong. So... With the other get with the other six games, not asked about that. This is something completely different. If you are trying to revel in a Hideo Kojima mention and then not deliver, again, like I said to Graham yesterday, if you are if you've got a Hideo Kojima book on how to manipulate the the media, and it's five hundred pages, and you've genuinely only read page one, and this is what you've come out with, then there's four hundred ninety nine other pages there of how to how to do media training. And they have genuinely haven't read it. They've just read the first page. You go, oh, we've got it. We don't. We don't need to read the rest of it. We've got the vibe. It's fine. We can see. We we can work with this. And it's just got tits up. It genuinely has just gone tits up. So I'm very interested to see how this plays out. My hype for this has gone from like sixty five percent to a mere ten. I'll just. I will read about it as and when something comes through. Like I've got no expectations for this now. All the trailers that we've seen, we 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 did a deep dive into the five second trailer yesterday, and Spike made a very good comment of this floorboards are aren't squeaky enough and the footsteps don't sound right. So that's all we've got to go off so far. Um, it's not what we come to expect from this game and the way that the media have gone on about it and the way that they've tried to promote it and get in on the act as well. Let's not forget, it's not just the media that are hyping this game up. They've done it themselves. They have tried to ride the wave of the media, and why wouldn't you? But if you've got nothing to show, then, you know, you're going to get your ass kicked. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm going to go through the chat because the chat, once again, has been popping. Um, doo -doo -doo. I thought Bib was drinking Baileys then. <laughs> no, it was my flat white. It was my creamy flat white. Um, Ads play says, two Kickstarters, four games were never released. Need I go on? Madge says, I repeat myself from yesterday, scammers at worst, incompetent at best. Ad says, these guys would send you a pencil and tell you it's a pen. Um, whatever this is, it doesn't feel right, says Tito. Cry, 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 sympathy card, shouts ads. Uh, Next Gen Base says, playing the victim is a bit off here. They knew what they were doing and they just lent into it. If they'd have left it alone, then fair dues, but the whole eye patch photo just pushed it a little bit too hard in that narrative and it was Kazuma and just, yeah, nonsense. 
Enix says five failed games and asking people to trust them. They need to release a good game. I just think this is a big rogue dev. They've seen lots of info and they've had uh, 20 empty promises uh, for such a long time. Next Gen Base says, I don't agree with people taking it too far, but Christ, they knew what they were doing. That's the problem. If they lean into it, then you have to have something to back it up. Otherwise, you're going to end up looking like knobs. And they have lent into it a little bit too hard and come away with nothing. It's a very... <laughs> Playing the media PR for such a small team... You need to be prepared. If you're going to lean into it, make sure you have stuff to be able to show off when needed. Otherwise, it's just not going to go very well. And they've lent hard into it. They've uh, He had to release what he looks like and said that he's not in any way affiliated with Hideo Kojima because he lent into it too hard. It's a difficult line to toe, and I feel like the, the scales have just tipped the opposite way for them. And unfortunately, it's come back to bite them on the arse. Uh, Tito says... Uh, to- <laughs> Uh, no match says someone take a shovel away Tito says the lack of technical reasons for delays and repetition of issues and no games released Ad says it's a virus uh, match says seems like they've look, uh, looked into a viral marketing campaign on a game that today is vaporware and they've gone full ham with it um, Enix says funny thing was the hype for the app then the video just posted on Twitter signs of an absolute terrible it feels like the, the plan that they had didn't work so they've just taken the URL and embedded it into a Playstation app for people to be able to watch the same tra- five second trailer offer look that they posted on twitter just as something um ice cream Butler says hot take abandon is a video game dev equivalent of brime <laughs> you know what i don't <laughs> you can't is brime still going i feel like i need to i feel like i need to go onto twitter and search this now because that was mental riding the coattails of fame and they've still got sixty four thousand followers a transparent new live streaming platform community focused creator driven last thing they posted was on october 8th um they've got a massive community update this has been going on for like 18 months now on it like has actually has people been able to start streaming on it like what oh happy dodge day on uh april 1st and before that march 27th so there's like a five month lull there of people of them not doing anything so a transparent new live streaming platform i absolutely agree that's that's a very 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 good analogy uh, the app was worse than Koch's E3. Koch's E3 had more gameplay. <laughs> Again, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I'm still catching up sleep from that. Anyway, we've got one news uh, news article left for today. Um, let me try and bring it back up on screen again. It's only a short update, really. It's nothing. It's nothing major. It's just again something that we've been talking about for the longest time that needs to needs to kick up the ass. And this uh, is going in the right direction, maybe. Anyway, here it is, written on VGC by Sharif Saeed. Spider Man is still coming to Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation this year. The PlayStation exclusive Spider Man is is in Marvel Avengers has not been forgotten about. Tomorrow, Marvel Avengers sees the release of Black Panther expansion War for Wakanda. Uh, this is the game's biggest content drop so far but it's left fans wondering about the fate of the other character that was promised but has never been shown that of course being spider-man which was announced as a playstation exclusive character well before the game even came out since then we've not seen the character and no one really knows uh, sorry no one really has a good idea of when it's likely going to be playable earlier this year developer crystal dynamics said that spider-man will arrive after black panther the developer reiterated that these comments recently confirmed to screen rant that spider-man uh, will be here for before the end of the year senior game designer scott what uh, scott walter says in terms of what we can say right now we've always scheduled and looked to bring in spider-man out in 2021 for playstation owners that is still on track we still have more announcements later on this year war for wakanda adds meaningful new content to avengers in the form of new missions new villains new enemies new biome biome 
I don't want an idea what that is. And Black Panther himself as playable character, all for free. However, it probably won't change your opinion of the game. <laughs> that last line there is probably the most relevant out of all of this. It probably won't change your opinion of the game. Like, this game should have been so much better. And I know there's a lot of people out there that have vastly enjoyed the experience that they've had so far, albeit very repetitive and very grindy. But when you're getting free DLC with all of the new content, like I said before, new villains, new enemies, now biome whatever the fuck that is black panther himself as a playable character and it's all going to be for free you can't really begrudge that i'm just is the spider-man character just going to be shoved in is it coming with anything else is it coming with uh, all the spider-man villains is it coming through is it coming with you know can you fly around the city like is it is it just going to be a character that's been important like a skin on fortnite like i genuinely have no idea but I suppose we'll wait and find out. But this Wakanda update is probably going to be fantastic for the people who are grinding this daily, who, again, jump back in, like as I mentioned before, with Graham on PUBG. They love going in to do the dailies. It probably won't change your opinion, but it's probably a welcome addition because you've been grinding the same shit over and over again, playing the same missions over and over again. So free content, you can you never begrudge, and it may change your opinion if it's if you are hardcore into Black Panther and you never played um, the Marvel Avengers game before, or you played it, you didn't enjoy it. But again, this is something that you might you might want to jump back in uh, to see where they're up to with all the updates that they've had. It could be worth your time. But who knows? That's all. Uh, that's for you guys to decide. Um, Spider Man's on holiday, <laughs> taking bets on what month and year we think this will be announced. I, it says 2021. Genuinely, don't think it will be this year. I think it may leak into next year. Um, is there anything else? Uh, I'm not reading Ads' comment because they're trying to bait me out. Uh, Madge says at this rate, Spider will be released at the same time as his newest film. Probably they might even use it as a marketing tool. Um, but on that very sour note, we are going to leave it for today. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of The Scoop. Again, it is more of a dollop than a scoop. Um, but Graham will be back tomorrow as we go through Wednesday's news. It's our th- it will be our third show of the week. But if there is, uh, any- <laughs> if you want to help shape the remaining three shows of the week, then there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our Discord. If you are watching this on any of our social, uh, on any of our on-demand services, including YouTube or any of the audio podcasts. Uh, go into the description. All the links that you will be required will be there for you. Already from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will probably not be at 10 a.m., but it might be at 10 a.m.-ish. Um, but yeah, again, thank you very much for joining us. Again, as I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, this is Tuesday. We will not be going live straight after this with any video games. Um, it's our long day. Graham is in the office. I am working from home still. Um, so tomorrow, uh, maybe, who knows, you maybe get something later on this evening, um, but I can't guarantee anything. But the best way to find out if we are going live is to follow us on our, any of our social media uh profiles including mine we've got a video graham underscore day and obviously ice cream uploads as well Um, but as always guys there's two things i want you to do first of all look after yourselves and second of all stay frosty